What's up and welcome to the 10-Minute Beauty Business Podcast. I'm Lexi Lomax, beauty business coach, salon owner of over a decade, and stylist too. Each episode, I will bring on guests and topics you can relate to, plus a 10-minute beauty business tip. We all need biz solutions fast, and that's what you will find in these tips, something you can use in your business today in 10 minutes or less. No matter what stage you are in your beauty business, independent, commission, salon owner, or dreaming somewhere in between, 10-Minute Beauty Business is here to serve you. Now let's get to it. What's up? Today I'm sharing a conversation that I had with Teddy Bickers. She is a co-founder of Main Circle, M-A-N-E, like your hair main. And Main Circle is basically a beauty community that helps beauty professionals like us have profitable and sustainable businesses. Teddy has been behind the chair since 2007 and she owns a suite, so she works independently. And I think that you are going to find this episode really good if you like tactical, if you like step-by-step, if you like the how. So let's do it. Hey, Teddy, thank you for being here on the 10 Minute Beauty Business Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so pumped to have you. I love what you're doing online. In fact, we met online. We've never met in real human form, um, which is the way of the world these days. (laughs) So I just think we'll start by asking some fun rapid fire questions just to get to know you better. And then we'll dive into like the rest of the podcast. That sounds perfect. That sounds great. So what are you currently reading? Oh, what am I currently reading? Um, I have been... (laughs) I have been listening to the audiobook for Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow. Ooh. It's been really interesting. So that's kind of my fun book. And then I've been working on the book Essentialism for a little while. Oh, so that's more that. of like a business-related book. So I've been enjoying that one too. Yeah, I, I read Essentialism and I was it was a lot. Yep. Um, That's why it's taking me a little while. Yeah. I was like, okay, so I'm going to take this journal out into nature and I'm not going (laughs) to take anything else with me. Okay. All right. And I think I did it once. Next question. Who is your celebrity crush? Oh my gosh, my celebrity crush. Uh, I would say this is so, I feel like silly, but I loved that show, Friday Night Lights, and I've always loved the character Tim Riggins. I don't even know his real name in real life, but he's been one of my celebrity crushes for a long time. That's good. I don't know who that is, and I've never seen Have you ever seen that show? I love it. It's so good. All right. Well, maybe I'll watch that soon. (laughs) There you go. Your go-to cocktail or mocktail? Ooh, I love a mezcal margarita. Oh, same. That's fun. Thank you for like, that just helps us get to know you. Right. And I think those, those questions are fun. It's like when we used to have like 17 magazine or in the back or whatever, all the yes. and I love to get to know people who are leaders in the beauty industry through things that are not beauty related because it's like, who, who are you? And like, why do I, why do we want to connect with you outside of just that you have great content to share with us? So, um, why don't you tell us about like something that you're really passionate about? You let me know were systems in salon businesses and you're a suite owner, right? So is, is it just Correct. in the suite or do you have other people with you? It's just me. Um, So I opened up my salon suite about four years ago, and I've been in the industry for about 13 years. Um, But I... I never really had any desire to ever like own a salon or anything. Um, And then I opened up my suite, and I pretty quickly realized that well, being put into the position of being um, my own boss at that point and having to run my own business, I realized that I actually 
really enjoy a lot of the things that go into um, being a business owner. And um, it shocked me how much I ended up really enjoying all of that and enough so that I'm now helping other people in their own businesses as well. Awesome. So tell me like, what are the systems that you feel are most important for hairstylists behind the chair or for any beauty professional, whether, and, and you can tell me if this applies, but do you think that commission stylists should also have these systems in place? Or is this just systems that, that really apply to like suite owners or salon owners or independent stylists? You know, I think that if you're a commission stylist, it's not a bad idea to still be taking some of these things that a lot of industry leaders are teaching and applying it to what you're doing. So whether that is, you know, goal setting or that is like content creation or something like that. Um, because in, in some ways, even if you are, I think, a commission stylist, you're still sort of in charge of your own destiny, right? Absolutely. And, um, you do have to motivate yourself to grow. Um, you're not always going to have someone holding your hand. And if you're ever put in a position that you do need to go off and be on your own and, and work for yourself, um, I think it's good to kind of start putting some of these practices in place. Um, as far as being, what I can speak to is being an independent stylist and um, having my own business. Um, I think some of the systems that I have found to be really beneficial are um, definitely checking in with your business on a regular basis. So I am a big fan of this saying, you need to not only work in your business, but also work on it. Yes. Um, I love that book, The E-Myth. I'm sure you've read that one. Yeah. Um, so I find that a lot of times people are just constantly like spinning their wheels and they're never dedicating time to working on the business, which I think is also applicable if you're a commission stylist too. Um, but I think having a regularly checking in with yourself and where you're at, um, whether that's with your goals or your numbers or um, maybe that's social media, like, are you wanting to grow that? Um, just periodically checking in and just dedicating that time to work on the business, I think is a really important system to um, get into your schedule and applying that. Um, as far as, you know, other things being an independent stylist, um, I definitely think that, uh, you know, having a really solid structure with like your budget and your inventory and, um, understanding where all those things are at on a very regular basis is extremely important. And I think that that's some, one thing that I've seen a lot of people have struggled with. Absolutely. Um, it's difficult, I think, because when you take on the role of business person, you're then, and, I, and I'm using your words, you are the CEO of your life and your business, right. right? So you really do have to think about like, not only are you the CEO, you're the CFO, like you're the you're every single, like you're the janitor, your customer support, your, <laughs> like you are all those things. And I think that oftentimes it can be overwhelming. And the thing that is sometimes the hardest or the thing that we don't have any skill in is the finance portion. And it's yeah. so, so, so important to get your mind right with money and to figure out like just even basic stuff that like doesn't take a mindset shift, but like how much does it cost to operate your business per day, per hour, how much do you charge? Like how much do you need to make? Like, and when you're figuring out your pricing and all of that stuff, like does it fit? And then you create a budget that matches and all of that right. stuff is really integral and makes the rest of it 
so much easier because then maybe you can outsource and have a little help. Maybe you don't have to be the janitor anymore. Like those <laughs> right. kind of things. Um, and for some of us, cleaning is very therapeutic, but you know what I mean? Like it frees up the yeah. time. Like money is such an important tool in our businesses that I think it's often too overlooked because yep, it's absolutely unknown. Um, so do you have any like systems when you, or like, what is your system when it comes to creating that budget or setting up the finance in business? So I am a huge fan of, uh, profit and loss statements. So every single month I sit down and I see, um, my profit and loss statement for the last month. And I even make little notes of, um, where was I kind of spending a lot at? Um, or where did I stay within my budget? Um, it's, it's tough to like say, here is a specific budget that everyone should be using because it's right. going to look different for everybody, right? Um, but I think a good place to start is seeing like, come up with some averages. Like what's your average of what you're bringing in every month in your revenue? What is your average cost of color every month? What is your average cost of supplies or like your softwares and things like that? Um, and really look at those averages and see like, well, do I really need to spend a thousand dollars in color every month? Or what are some things that I could do to maybe balance things out and spend a little bit less money? And then maybe I would have a little extra that I could, you know, like you're saying, outsource or Absolutely. something. Um, so what are, what are your favorite apps to like help in, in this kind of, um, situation? I'm a big fan of uh, QuickBooks. So I use that. It is a little, uh, I would say for me personally, it was a little intimidating at first. Yeah. Um, I actually, full disclosure, I do use a um, CPA for my business, but um, I contacted her and because I was just doing like Excel spreadsheets before and it's just way too much work. So it I really contacted is. her. <laughs> it is. I mean, they're great for certain things, but when you're trying to like manage money in your business, it's a little complicated. Um, so she actually offered a couple of free classes to me to teach me how to actually use QuickBooks. Um, but there's some great like e-courses out there on setting up QuickBooks. Um, there are people who teach classes on it. So just reach out to somebody um, or do a little bit of that research. But once I got that set up in my business and understood how to use it, um, the profit and loss statements are one of my favorite things that yeah. I can pull every month. Um, and I, I love like setting goals for myself. And then when I look at my profit and loss statement, I'm like, yes, I stayed within my goals and my business actually profited a lot more than I was hoping it would. Absolutely. Um, that's a great place. Like you just need to know where your money is going every month. Um, cause I think it's easy. We sign up for different, um, you know, softwares or memberships or something like that. And then before you know it, you know, you're spending all this money on kind of stuff that maybe you're not using every month or, um, maybe you don't need that. So that's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. I love it. So then how about what are some apps or softwares other than QuickBooks mm -hmm. that you do use in your business to help you with systematizing your business and keeping things on track, regardless of whether that's connected to QuickBooks and, and the finances mm -hmm. and profit or loss, but just general things that help you in your business. Like what apps and technology are you into? Um, I love Google Docs. I'm constantly typing in Google Docs. So whether that's um, typing up captions for my Instagram or typing up my emails um, to send to my clients, love that. Um, I'm a big fan of also Planoly. So I use that mm -hmm. for planning out like my Instagram. Um, 
oh, what else do I use? What about um, a booking system? Oh, I use Vigaro. I'm a big okay. fan of Vigaro. I've been using that for about a year and a half and I've been really happy with that. Um, and I also do my credit card processing through Vigaro as well. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, sending out emails and newsletters to my clients. So I use MailChimp for that. And that's okay. really helpful. Um, and then I'm a big Canva fan too. So yes. I use that for um, graphics and all that good stuff. And wasting so much time, like picking colors and yeah. <laughs> everything else. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's fun. I, I literally, so I am like all about like you set up your brand and then you're done with it kind of a thing until mm -hmm. time to like rebrand. But I will like, if it's a girlfriend's birthday or something, I'm like, I'm going to make her card. And yes. so then I get in camp and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Like this is not <laughs> like, I feel like when you went to the computer lab in elementary school and they were like, you can write a book and then you could like make that like picture whatever you could like illustrate yes. it. And all you did was like move the people around in the castle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, and you're like, I just want to do this, not the actual work. Um, right. but Canva is my like OG BFF in terms of apps and stuff there. And, and it just makes everything so easy. Um, just for communication with clients too, you know, you can have a streamlined look and keep your branding on point. So who is your biggest business inspiration? Oh, that is a great question. I would say my biggest business inspiration. I'm a big fan of um, Marie Forleo. Have you heard oh, of yes. her? Yes, I love. I love her. her. I love her podcast. Um, I love following her on Instagram. Um, I love that she is just such like a, she's so wise yet is also really positive and then breaks things down in like really easy to digest snippets of information. Um, yes. but she's also just a like really positive and uplifting. So yes. I just enjoy everything that she puts out there. I also love her dance moves and her sense of humor yeah. makes me die. <laughs> like yes. subtle and just enough. <laughs> yeah. If you, people listening to this, you have to go to her Instagram and see all her fun dancing. Yeah. She's awesome. I'm like, I, I want to, I love to dance like in my kitchen and like if I am like outside working out by myself uh, and like, a good, I'm like the kooky woman that's like prancer sizing around town. But I'm like, I don't know that I can like put that on my Instagram. I'm not sure. I'm going to like try to do some TikTok, but like also yeah. not sure. Not sure. I used just to, go for it. I know. It's so funny. Um, but I, I, I aspire to be like Marie in the dance department. Yes. Um, but well, yeah, she is so, so amazing. I, um, am thinking about like all the stuff that we've talked about so far. And one thing that we've talked about is, but kind of haven't addressed yet is this thing that you call a CEO day. So tell, why don't you break us down into like what the CEO day kind of is and what that means for you and your business. And then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. So I learned about CEO Day from a business coach that I was working with. And um, what I found personally was there were so many things that I needed to get done in my business or needed to dedicate time to. And I would just like put it off and put it off. And then, you know, a couple of months would go by and then it was like, oh, great. Now I need to sit down for a whole day and like do all this stuff. And it felt like like you were saying earlier, time is so valuable to us. And so um, 
she encouraged me to do this in my business and she applies it more for admin tasks and I do it for both kind of admin tasks meets kind of goal setting. So um, for myself, CEO day is one day a month that I block out for two, three hours maybe. Um, and it's just dedicated time to focus on the long-term vision of my business. So once again, going back to working on my business. Um, I also noticed too, when I was an employee previously in salons and like the owner or management would do a one-on-one -on -one meeting with you and then you become your own boss and then you're like, no one's doing one-on-ones with me. I'm the boss here. Right. Um, so I consider it almost like a one-on-one -on -one with myself too. Um, so I really try to put it on like the first Monday of every month and block out two to three hours. And that's just like a standing time on my calendar. I don't let anything else um, infiltrate into that time. Um, but once again, going back to systems, it's important to dedicate that time and stick to it because, um, as we know, developing healthy habits and having discipline, it's, you have to stick to doing that time every single month. So whether it is at the beginning of the month or the end, um, yeah. Uh, so, and it's also to kind of like batch working in a way. So I think a lot of people know about batch working and sitting down to dedicate some time to like a specific tasks or a couple specific tasks. So that's what CEO day is for me. Um, and there's been times when maybe I'm a little busier and I just don't maybe have the time. Um, so maybe I'll do it like once a quarter. Um, but I really try to do stick to it once a month. Um, so for me, like I do a little bit of some admin tasks. So for myself, that's like updating my email list. So new clients I saw over the last month, I'll make sure they're on my email list. Um, once again, QuickBooks, I'll go into my QuickBooks yes. and make sure everything is like categorized um, so that way I can make a profit and loss statement and take a look at that. Um, I like to like organize all my receipts and paper documents because I don't know about you, but it's like receipts and papers. They just add up after a yes, while. I have a, I have a hack for that. So Ooh, what, what is it? So what I do is when I purchase something that needs to be allocated to whatever, and of course you're probably inputting into QuickBooks with your bank or I don't, I don't know, but even if you don't use QuickBooks, this works because I hate paper. I literally mm -hmm. hate paper. So what I do is I take a picture of it and I put it in my Dropbox and then it goes to the shred. That's a great idea. Yeah. I so love I that. Have just a file that are receipts, like one is for salon and one is for Lexi business and one is for all the things of my life. And then it goes away. So you can do that in QuickBooks. You can take a photo inside of QuickBooks and like add it onto a, a transaction. So you can yeah. do that too. Yeah. But I think it's also a good idea to probably, um, have it in a, another place too, like yeah. in your Dropbox. Just well, to and have you an could take one. the pictures and put it in Dropbox, right? Like yeah. it's happening like as you go, like say you're at Cosmoprof and you take the picture, you just like throw it away or whatever you want to do with it. Mm -hmm. um, some things you might need to shred, but, and then save that and you can upload from Dropbox direct to QuickBooks. So it's yeah. like, you've got everything right there. So it just, I just, to me, I just don't want my purse full of paper and like it, yeah. I cringe every year at tax time when all the stylists have this like big box of receipts. And I'm like, <laughs> why? Like, that right. looks like my nightmare. Um, I love that. But yeah, so that is super good. So tell me like, do you have questions that you specifically ask yourself every CEO day or is it just like a, what do I need to get done this month? And then you like, bam, 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 like make a list and go from there. Or tell, tell me the like physical process. Um, so I also like, I like to add in some goal setting into it too. Cause I think it's kind of a good time to sit down and do that as well. 
Um, so with my goal setting, I like to see like, what would be my goals be for this coming month? What would I like to accomplish? Or are there any big events coming up or whatever? Um, so I write down those and then I reflect on the, the month that I just finished up and what did I achieve this month? Because I think here's another thing too, is that we as hairstylists are often go, go, go all the time and then often don't reflect on what we have achieved recently or what we're maybe not even an achievement or a success or like what is what went well over the last month. Right. Um, maybe what went poorly, you know? Um, so I think just having that sort of mental space check-in too is really important. Um, and if there was something that I wasn't able to accomplish over the last month, do I need to abandon that and maybe like think about it at a different date? Or is it something that I want to move into my goals for the new month? So I like to do that as well. Um, and if it was something that, you know, if I check in with myself and it was something that didn't go well, then what do I need to do to make it go better? Right. Um, got, it's a system that I need to change. Try to figure you know? that out and see what the benefit of you know, moving forward with it, abandoning it, changing course. Mm -hmm. One thing that you said that I, I want to point out is that if something went really well, like you're the one that has to recognize it. And that, and yes. I call that like a celebration, of course, that's exactly what it is, but you need to yeah. identify it and then create some sort of ritual or celebration so that like you dangle that carrot for yourself because there's nobody else doing that for you. There's nobody saying, Oh, Teddy, great job. Like pat on the back, high five. We've got to take responsibility for that. And with that, that brings us to our 10 minute beauty business tip. Hey, this is Teddy Vickers. And here is a 10 minute beauty business tip for you. Um, so to integrate CEO day into your business, I think the first thing you could do is sit down and figure out um, what day of the month or what day of each quarter that you want to sit down and dedicate um, working on your business. So look at your calendar and schedule these out for, let's say, the rest of the year. Um, so whether that is the first Monday of every month, the last Monday of every month, block out that time right now um, throughout the rest of the year so you already have that scheduled and you are looking forward to your next CEO day. And I think the second tip you should do is create a list of things that you would like to get done. Um, maybe think about recently if there's something you've thought about that you just feel like you've been putting on the back burner, you feel overwhelmed with, or it just kind of piles up a lot. Um, maybe that is your bookkeeping in your business. Maybe that is refreshing your email newsletter. Um, sit down and write down that list. I prefer to put it into Google Docs so that way I can go back to it every single month when I sit down to do my CEO day and to keep me on task. Um, write down your list. I would even add uh, goal setting like we talked about. Um, reflect on what went well over the last month, what you could have pivoted, what didn't work well, um, and set some goals for things you want to get done over the next month. I love it. That is a perfect 10 minute beauty business <laughs> tip because it's simple, right? And that's the whole point is like get clear on when you're going to do this and then make a list of things that you want to achieve in this time. And I love that you said plan it out for the rest of the year because what is scheduled gets done and we have to be responsible to ourselves and mostly what we can follow is our calendar. We're guided by that so much as beauty professionals by who's coming when and what that I think we respect that time on the calendar 
kind of as gold. And so do it for the rest of the year. I absolutely love that. Thank you, Teddy. So before we wrap up, tell us like, what do you have going on? What are you looking forward to? And, and what's, what's up with Teddy? Yeah. So, um, I started last year, um, an educational group called main circle with my good friend, Kimber Chapman. Um, so we teach, um, in-person workshops here in Indianapolis to salon and beauty professionals. Um, and we mostly cover topics that are on business building, um, how to grow your business, how to have a profitable, sustainable business. Um, so we try to do a good um, in-person workshop about every other month. Um, our next one is going to be in April, and it's going to be all about um, social media content. And we actually have a social media and marketing um, uh, planner who's going to be coming in and helping us out with that too. So um, it's really going to be, I mean, we're all, we all know how to use social media, right? But it's going to be more of like a deep dive into um, how to like create content according to what are your goals with social media? Because I think sometimes we're just posting, posting, posting without like really a clear cut what are our results that we're wanting out of this. So I'm really excited for that. Cool. (laughs) Very good. And then I'll be at um, Ember Retreat later this year at the end of September. So I'll be speaking on a panel and um, working with some of the small groups as a mentor. So I'm really, really excited for that. That is going to be amazing. So you'll be out here in California. I love it. Well, (laughs) I have loved having you on the podcast today. I am sure that we'll have you back in the future and just as things evolve and you have more to tell us, we'll have you back. And until then, where can we find you online? So you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Teddy Bickers. So T-E-D-D-I-B-I-C-K-E-R-S. Excellent. Cool. Well, thank you, Teddy. Have a wonderful afternoon. And you guys remember, good things take time. And this episode specifically and our 10-minute beauty business tip is all about giving yourself permission to take the time and have your CEO day. Like pour into your business, work on your business, not just in your business. Thanks, Teddy. 